Okay, let's do this. Welcome to the Futile Podcast. Tonight we got Ian and Zach and Seth. And uh, Zach's child Isaiah is watching some guys dance around in the background, and he's walking around now, so he may may or may not be shooting a, a color commentary. So let's know what the kids are watching, what the kids are watching for sure. Um, just a few old business stuff, new business stuff. Uh, we have old business? No, we've always got it. We got issues in old business, but no, really, just just, just to reiterate the web issues. the website. GraniteSeed.com slash podcast is where you find us, where you can get the direct download of the MP3s. You can Google search Futile Podcast. FutilePodcast at gmail.com. Was the address FutilePodcast.com taken, so you have to do this slash with all this nonsense? No, no, no I just I, I, I have my production company, and that, <laughs> the podcast eventually is going to be part of that when I've got more stuff going. So I have GraniteSeed.com that I own. So people have so, to so eventually, like, type uh, more letters for no reason right now. Fu- just Google Futile. <laughs> Google Futile Podcast. Okay. That. If you just subscribe. It does. It, it's the first thing that comes up if you go to Google and you type in Futile Podcast. I'll be the judge of that. He's going to be the judge of that. No, it works. It's one of the few first things, probably. I don't know. Fine, I'm a liar. Anyway, tonight we're going to talk about... We have old business stuff. Go straight to it. Straight to it. How about that? How about that? Power of Google. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, it's everything. Seven, eight, all of it, yeah. It's all. What? Yeah, no you, way. The whole, whole first page. The whole first page of Google is all different. search. Image search. No, 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 no. <laughs> It's front, porn. Is it the front page? No way. Uh, there's a picture of you. The fifth picture is a picture of you. That's awesome. What? Yeah. I, I haven't done this in a while. The fifth picture is you. The third picture is your old laptop. Or that was my old laptop. I don't even know. The fourth picture is Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> well, that makes sense then. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're blowing up, Ian. We are blowing up. No, you are blowing up. Oh, yeah, that's right. This, this is the first year four one, but we have to take a break from you our... wash your hands of it, Zach? From, from, our, <laughs> from, our, from our new plan for year four, where it involves, I forget, me and me and me and me and me, or something. I think Mark's going to take over. Yeah, I think Mark's going to take over. Yes. Okay, so we're talking about The Expendables, the new Stallone film with a whole bunch of other action stars. It's supposed to be sort of a hearkening back to the simpler times of the 80s and 90s films like Commando and... Where people didn't need reasons to do what they do. Yeah, they didn't really need that much reason. Well, there was always the person is alone. Yeah, everyone else is like, "Oh, you're gonna go because friends die together. Kill. Let's do friends this. Friends die together. Let's do this. Is there a better reason? Than I that? have a comfortable life. I don't need it. I'm just gonna go die. Yeah, that'll be fun. Let's do it. Well, you know, they're they're unstoppable. You know, yeah. they're also expendable. and they're expendable. Yeah. Do you know that every one of them is expendable? Like the song? Maybe. They didn't use the song in the movie, which is good. Which is very good. Yes. I don't think anyone does that. The only people that do that is like uh, 80s uh, teen like comedies. comedies. Like, then, like then Better you, Off Dead. Yeah, you always you always put the, the name of the movie into, in, into a song. Into a song yeah. that plays at some point. I Can't Buy Me Love. Ending credits. Yes. Indeed. So the story for this is pretty simple. Uh, Stallone leads a group of mercenaries uh, where you've got Jason Statham and Jet Li and Terry Crews, and uh, for a time you've Randy got Couture. Do- Dolph Don't Lundgren. Don't forget Randy Couture. Uh, he was good. He was good. He was. He was. He was the one with the analyst. He was the one who was the most psychologically I'll complicated. You, yeah, that's like he wasn't. He's not. The, he's not the greatest actor, right? He was good in Red because Bell. Unlike, uh, yeah, he's okay. 
unlike uh, Stone Cold, yeah. who's always been an actor, yeah. Randy Couture actually competes yeah. in, in, in his fights, or he did until I think he retired. They explained the cauliflower ear. Yeah. That was dumb that they even wasted hey, any time. Anytime they spoke when they weren't fighting, it was dumb. It was always it was awesome. got really awkward. Yeah, it did. It was not good. The only, the, the only part that wasn't that, that wasn't awkward when when there wasn't fighting going on, well, for some reason I don't know, I didn't find this awkward is when Mickey Rourke was crying about whatever. He was that was saying. actually good. I thought though. that was pretty. Decent. That was like that's why he's a good actor. Yeah, that's why that's why the wrestler. You know, I mean, yeah. that scene actually was one of the few like dramatic scenes that worked for me, and it it, it made the second act work for me. The first act or, or, the, or the second half, I guess. The first half. There was some fun parts, but it's, it wasn't quite working for me, and it was like, eh, where are they Storm, going? Storm knows the formula. The, yeah, Storm knows the, formula. The, the, the formula is you pull out all the stops in the third act, and, mm-hmm. you, and you make that just blow everyone away, and then no one even remembers what happens in the beginning of the movie. So it's, so they come away with, I mean, he, he knows. He's been making movies long enough. He knows this. Yeah. I thought there was cool stuff in the first. There was. I, I thought all the way through it was entertaining. I really didn't feel like it slowed down ever to the point. I mean, and I think he knew every part where there was, like, too much slow stuff going on. He's like, you know what? We'll have Jason Statham beat up a bunch of guys in a basketball court. Like, we'll just throw that in there. Yes. You know? Now, we should, we should preface this that... We're not gonna. We're gonna, we're gonna do our best not to really spoil this movie, except maybe not, towards the end. But, there, but exactly, <laughs> there really isn't anything to spoil. It, it's, it's, it's the exact same as Rambo. Yes. It's the exact same thing. It, like even even all the, the the mercenaries in Rambo who were jerks, even they all lived. Like mm-hmm. everybody lived. Yeah, every single person who was good in that movie. Lived. I thought Couture might at least like die or something. Yeah, I was somebody thinking, and he got he got shot but right in his Kevlar yeah. by one bullet. He was the only person who got hit by a single bullet. <laughs> it was like, oh. like well, when they were when they were shooting them, all, all the bad guys were just like running like like in a video game, just like running <laughs> side to side, like in Commando. Yeah. Commando is the greatest example of that. It really is, but is. Nah, yeah, I. Uh, it was it was sim- similar in, in structure to Rambo. I think it was definitely very similar in that. It almost to me felt like. In making Rambo, he was like, "This mercenary team kind of is taking over at I the end, and is more interesting." The fact that Rambo made the money it did let him know that you know what, if I want to have, if I want to have my movie shown in theaters, and I want to get out of the straight to DVD thing, I'm just gonna have to remake. He's Rambo been doing straight to DVD. He's been making a lot of straight to DVDs. He, they never made them for DVD, but uh, he made a series of movies over the course of the last seven, eight years that ended up straight straight on DVD. There was a gambling one, and there was. Uh, there was that movie. Have you ever seen I See You? You should watch I C I E Y E C U. Is it with a C and a U? No. <laughs> These are just movies he's directed. Stallone. No, no, no. He was just in them. He was okay. in them for money. Okay. Uh, and they're all okay, and they all have a lot of other big names in them besides him. They're all okay. Is he broke? Uh, there's one him? called Shade. Have you ever seen Shade? No. It's a gambling one. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But but I, but the, the point was he was making things. I think he figured you know back in his head. He didn't produce this, did he? He directed it, and he co-wrote the screenplay. Yeah. yeah, it's all him. I mean, he his his big comeback has been Rocky Balboa, Rambo, and this because all three of those I think are pretty good. Well, and that's the thing. It's like he, I think he he realized you just got to go simple. Don't make something like with a complicated story that and hope that you're going to get some sort of raves for it. Just make the stuff that people want to see Sylvester Stallone in, and give them exactly what they want. I mean, my my dad would would really like these movies because he not that he would like the, the content in them, but. Mm-hmm. He he'll watch the most brilliant Oscar-winning film, and if the protagonist or any good guys die in the end of it, he's like, "I I hated that. That was just awful. I can't even stand that." Like he wants. What movies is that happening? I don't know anything. A lot of the big movies that are Oscar bait always have the the the, the protagonist die because it's yeah. easy tragedy. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm trying to think of what the last one was where that happened. The, where, the, where the the good guy died. Well, like Children of Men. 
Sure. I don't know if that was a big Oscar winner, but like that was what yeah, happened. You know, you know? A I mean, he, it was sort of like you know, you get injured and then you're you're you know, you just kind of drift off at the end. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, this. Uh, so go ahead with the plot. We interrupted you. The plot. Okay, it's real simple. They're a mercenary team. Are they expendable? Uh, they're called the Expendables. There's a lot with the motorcycles. They have a lot of motorcycles with with the Expendables with on tattoos it. and everything. One uh, thing that was misleading. You know, he's, he's getting tatted up, right? Yeah. Mickey Rourke finishes his tattoo in about 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> he finishes writing the words in on the uh-huh. name Expendables. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, so later, so he's in that chick's truck later, and she's got all those things she painted. I thought for sure he was going to get one of those tattooed on him. I didn't I thought too. maybe she was a tattoo artist also. Yeah. He had a lot of coverage already, though. He had a lot of coverage. He really did. A lot of ink. He, his face looked awful. His face looked terrible. <laughs> I, read a, I was reading a review of this, and I was reading some uh, comments on the message board, and and uh, one person said some hilarious stuff about how, how like most of the guys who were over forty in it looked like their their faces were CGI because it was all like bitmap textured, <laughs> like deep rivets and yeah, like so Sloan just looks awful. He just looks well, terrible. I mean, being the director on this, I think like probably taxed taxed it sixty two. What yeah. do you expect? Yeah, exactly. So I mean, he said work on it. He didn't need to. Oh, did he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can tell. I mean, his lips and the various things to tighten around his face. I mean, Kenny Rogers did it. He didn't look good. Yeah, men shouldn't do that. Well, Kenny Rogers got an eye tuck. Because oh, he, right. he thought the skin sagged too far over his eyes, right? And so he got it all, like, removed, and now he looks Chinese. <laughs> go, go for Kenny, huh? Which is not a good look for anyone. Oh, wow. <laughs> I do. Why'd you have to cut that out? No, I'm not going to cut that out. <laughs> so they all get together. They all get together, and they're all talking about how they're They're expendable. already together. Yeah. And, they, and they've got, you know, they've got their thing. They, they kill a bunch of Somali pirates, which is yeah. a hot topic right now. And, uh, hot yeah, button, yes, right? it was. Were you waiting for Mickey Rourke at the end to come in? And, like, I thought he was. was. I thought he was for sure. Because yeah. he talked, sure he had the whole speech yeah. about, like, feeling like his soul yeah. was lost He was going to say, he was going to do this last yeah. thing to come in there when yeah. they were all screwed. Yeah. yeah. That would never really happen. See... Uh, this movie felt kind of rushed in places. Well, it didn't. It didn't. No, no ends were tied up at all. Yeah. At one point, he insinuated that after they did the job, that the CIA was going to kill them all. Mm-hmm. And remember that? The yeah. image just shows them all just goofing around, drinking beer in the bar yeah. at the end. Like, I thought Willis would at least come back one more scene, but no, he was just. It was all just. Maybe they were just grateful and they were just going to let the guys live. Yeah, probably. Um, right. Well, they weren't really sanctioned to do that last the part. Anyway. It's like, you're supposed to wonder about this for years. Yes, it fades to black. And you're well, the Expendables too. Expendables too. <laughs> still, yes. still expendable. Yes, they're still expendable. Even more expendable. Guy expendables. And Dolph, and Dolph is back. <laughs> yeah, Dolph, man. That's my favorite. That, that was that was, that was cool. That was That's when my dad would really love this movie. Because uh-huh. anyone who's even close to a good guy didn't die. <laughs> I know. Even if they betrayed everything. <laughs> It was like a, it was like someone at South Park. I mean, I couldn't believe it. They just like panned to the right. It's like what? I gotta tell you, like, you're okay I was now. So right? elated after the movie, I came out going like that was exactly every like everything I hoped it would be, it and it was just wonderful. And when we walk out, Ryan goes, "Well, that sucked." Oh. And I was like, "What?" I loved did it. We, did we watch the same movie? I loved it. And he was like, uh, it was, "I don't know." It was I think better than I thought it would be. I'm a little yeah. more on the Ryan side of it, but but it, but I, I I was really 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 hoping it to be great, and so I'm a little disappointed, but. I'm not entirely. You, you know, were hoping for that to be great in what way? No, I was hoping, for, not in the same way that you like a Nolan movie. Just drink more beers while they're flying an airplane? Maybe drinking more beers while they're flying an airplane. It just, How many beers do you think they, they drink in the entire flight? Where do you think they were? from Somalia to, what were they, LA? They were in uh, Louisiana, I think. So that was the unit. Why were they in Louisiana? I don't know. It was something you parish. That, you, no, it said it in the, tr- the credits. We were watching the credits and it said Jefferson Parish. Okay, but Jefferson that, Parish that, that, is that Los Angeles. Where? There's a Jefferson Parish in Los Angeles? No. 
LA, Louisiana, probably. Louisiana, yeah, no. Anyway, it's I thought I sort of thought they might have been in LA, but I think they were in Louisiana. It's in New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. But that's, that's the home base. It. Yeah, yeah, that's the home that, base. That, that it could be anywhere. They yeah, could, it kind could of. Be they, did, they didn't. Anyway, they didn't make it indicative. They could at least kill like a twelve pack from Somalia to. Oh, definitely. Louisiana. But not only that. Okay, so then. Oh, that makes sense. So then the rest of the time, I, I think they were slamming beers like every time they flew. Yeah. And the rest of the time, it was somewhere in the Gulf, and the Gulf is like you know right on their doorstep. So that's mm-hmm. not a hard a hard trip for them. Right no, not really. That island was in the Gulf. That yeah. Early on, uh, Willis says it's in the Gulf. Or or or. Um, Schwarzenegger says it. Yeah, Schwarzenegger. Says and I actually liked his role because I assumed he was just a politician in it, but he wasn't. He was a douchebag mercenary. Yeah, it was great. They, yeah, they totally like his thing, but they totally have it all. All I'll say. I think he did it just so he could clear up that he's significantly taller than Stallone because people think that Schwarzenegger's not tall. Yeah, they cut but to he's it. He's like six one, six feet, something like that. He's not as tall he's, as he looks in movies. He's like five like eleven or something. Well, like I've seen him. I've seen him IRL. He looks like so, way yeah. taller than yeah, maybe because he poofs his hair up. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you see him saying, and that Stallone tries to like fix that by, I think he was sitting sitting on one of the church pews, kind of leaning like on it. Kind of so, looked like so he was already there. Like it looked like he was already that short, but yeah. he was he was probably just standing again, standing on the church. He was probably like standing. He was standing. He's the same height as Danny DeVito. A lot of people don't know this. No, uh, it's. Uh, I mean, yeah. Hopefully, Stallone will be, uh, or uh, Schwarzenegger will be in the sequel because I hope they so. said I hope they, it's just about him. They set it up for him to be like the you know the other like mercenary. Yeah. So of course he's gonna come back, and he's got the shirt. And his everything. acting was terrible though. He's lost. No his way, his acting was, was, was lost it. Pretty solid. From what? <laughs> what? What do you think his best acting job is? When he's playing a robot, or when he's playing a pregnant man? <laughs> I think uh, which one? Kindergarten cop probably. He was actually pretty good in kindergarten. He, 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 you know what? He though? has you there. He, he, he has, has the you. Same, he has the same level of good in anything. Yeah. Right. Okay. No, but is, is he any better? Excuse me. Is he any better in Kindergarten Cop than he is in uh, in Last Action Hero? You know, you that's a good point. In Last Action Hero and Kindergarten Cop, he does have actual but moments. What about twins, though? He's terrible in all comics. <laughs> He's terrible in Jingle All the Way. You know, the original the working title, the working title for uh, Last Action Hero was called Extremely Violent. Nice. That's awesome. what the film was called. But it was PG thirteen, and so they were like, "That doesn't work." It's yeah. kind of <laughs> people would go see it and be furious. So I mean, I don't know. Anything yeah. else to say? I mean, it's di- great. It's digital, and it's well, obvious yeah, yeah. digital. But, I mean, but what are you going to do? Yeah. You, you didn't expect it wasn't me because he did Rambo. Was, it's true. Was the That's thing. very true. But there's like there's it. a healthy helping of non digital. He throws that in there. I mean, a little really in yeah, terms well, of the visceral. Lundgren says he's going to send a warning shot across the guy's bow. Right, blows him in half with, the yeah. with uh, whatever the, the RPG. Yeah, that was digital. And, well, it was digital when it happened, and then they threw a big chunk of uh, fake man against the wall. <laughs> it's upper half. That's true. You mix it. That was awesome. Awesome. it. was awesome. That's the most cost-effective way to do it. Of and course. this movie was could not have been cheap. I mean, they yeah. In this was very commando style because they go to an island with a big castle on it mm-hmm. or a big mansion, and they end up like I mean, first of all, they blow the entire thing up. Were there even any soldiers in it? Why did they blow up the castle? I don't know, but I, they, they, spent, they were the only ones in it still. So. They, <laughs> they spent a long time just in a scene of them putting yeah, explosives yeah. on stuff. Unnecessarily. It was, it was a little too long, yeah. It was like, we get it, you're putting explosives on But no, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think any of that's a detriment. I don't think you understand. None of no, that's I, a detriment to it. Don't okay. you think? I, thought, I, I think that it. adds to the charm of the fact that these guys... I want to again right now. These guys probably don't... None of them have any pretensions. So Jason Statham is the most honest guy about I know, things. I like that. And he, he, he understands. Like, he, he did his thing in this... And he got paid, and he doesn't care if he's played the same character in every movie. Yeah. And he's got a dumb limerick to end the movie. Uh huh. That was terrible. I, he didn't do enough driving in it, but. Uh, For he you? Didn't do enough driving. I like the part where he was in the front of the plane and yeah. 
Bones yeah, that up, was but, awesome. Uh, that was rad. I was thinking oh, if they would, if they would have like got, you turn it around, rise it, yeah. If they would have got Seagal or Van Damme, it would have ruined it because those it just wouldn't work. Yeah, what, 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 what roles do you think those guys would have played? Van Damme would have been the guy instead of uh, instead of Lundgren, Lundgren I think. Well, I thought that he was going to yeah, be instead of Lundgren. Oh, maybe. maybe. Uh, Lundgren was perfect. Lundgren was perfect for that. Yeah, because he's, Seagal he wouldn't work anyway. He looks fake. And he's also really tall, too, he's right? Huge. He's and so, him versus eight. Jet yeah. Li, that fight was great. Yeah, Jet Li's like 5'4. And I like how it was almost like something from like Talladega Nights when, when the fight was over with Lundgren. And, and it's like uh, Sloan was all pissed that he shot him, like like he didn't know you shot him or something. Yeah. And and then they, you know Jelly's like, "Oh, you're doomed." He's like, "I would have been okay." You know, it was like the whole it was like the whole the whole situation that happened was in the context of these guys still sort of being buddies. Like it was like a bar fight. Like they, they just were arguing. Like, okay, that guy's about to throw him onto that pipe. He was definitely gonna throw him on the pipe. Yeah. At the end, he's like, "Yeah, you know, I wasn't gonna throw you on that pipe." Right? And he's like, "It doesn't matter. I would have beat you anyway." Yeah, exactly. Even though you were about to throw him on the pipe, <laughs> right? Like like they're all they're all the same old tricks. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the second movie should just be called, you know, Lundgren betrays them again or something like that. Yeah. And then just... It and then they're starts, still friends at the end of yeah, that one. <laughs> but he's, like, missing both arms and, like, part of his ears lopped off. That would be good. But nobody gets hurt. No, a lot of knife work in this. That yeah, was good. tons of knife work. Um, nice knife work. Yeah. Uh, Eric, little, little Eric Roberts. It's <laughs> real nice knife work. It was, there was Eric Roberts, and he... he that was your favorite part, right? right? Oh, uh, you gotta love yeah, Eric Roberts. He good lines, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Jason Patrick played uh, the bad guy in The Losers. Did he watch The Losers? No, I didn't see it. It's terrible. It's I've heard it's bad. It's yeah. horrendous. And he and he tries to be like that kind of bad guy, mm-hmm. and he's got some funny lines, but he's just so stupid. Yeah, like it just does. It just didn't work the same way. And this this was well, like that's her, the thing. Eric Roberts is born for this. You role. can't. And the one thing, the drug dealer guy could have been good though too. Even Robert Davi would yeah. have been, been a good second maybe or something. But um, yeah, you right. can't. You can't have any tongue-in-cheek and you can't have any irony making a movie like this if you want it to work. And they didn't do that. I didn't see any wigging at the camera or anything. I think that they played well, it pretty straight. Arnold being president. No, no, no. That, that was like they, the closest they, 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 they went to The whole to movie was winking at the camera. Yeah, but, but, but they, because that, well, the whole thing... literally winked. Yeah. <laughs> Not at the, the camera. camera. Almost. No, but he, he but as long as you don't wink at the, directly at the camera, I don't know, man. Fine. I didn't get that. I got that they were all doing it like real, like they weren't like, yeah, we know. No, I'm playing the dumb villain. I, I, I don't think so. I think that they under they understood how campy that this probably was. Well, they, I think they knew that, but I don't think I didn't get the impression that they there wasn't like a self awareness in the character. No, no, d- well, not not in any of the ones that matter. Like, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like a parody film. So I think Stallone. I mean, sometimes you right. a few times. Yeah, when he got awkward in the Statham never shows scenes. it because he's just he's, he's just that he just is he's that a pro, professional. Yeah. He's yeah. that professional when it comes to doing this thing. He knows he's going to get paid his. I, what would you think his paycheck was? Like two million for this. I maybe. hope it was at least five. Rule number four. Yeah. Break character. Yeah, never break character. I don't break character for no one. <laughs> but he was rad. That, yeah. that, that that last scene where him and uh, Jet Li mess up that Australian dude. Where it was two on awesome. one. Yeah. But first it was just like he fought with one of them and Jet Li decided to get involved. Yeah. But uh, that was that was rad. I, what, seeing Jason Statham, that was one thing about that is like, you know, Jet Li is always going to be super fast, whatever like that. But watching Jason Statham in action compared to those other lumbering oxes <laughs> who were all the other teammates was like, like this guy is actually an extremely in shape. Like action star, like he's he's the only one of them na- uh, of those guys at all who's really a current action star. Well, yeah. The rest of them are has been. He's the shit, yeah. And uh, and you know, Couture is an actual fighter. And he still looked like a lumbering ox. Well, that's kind of his fighting, you know. It is, and that's yeah. what that movie was. The movie was and, and just like in the movie. 
most of his rings, most of his, uh, his battles are won. He sets the other guy on fire, then punches him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, like, it, it, because it was doing sort of that eighties thing, too, it, it didn't it didn't go like Zack Snyder style and go all over crank, under crank, nin, ninja fighting. It was like just dudes beating on each yeah. other, and that's what you wanted to see. The in only this thing movie. That, that, that needs, if they made a movie like this and they got um, there's a series of Hong Kong directors who just completely know how to direct kung fu fighting and it would work for any well choreographed fighting that shot shot in an American movie as well which is you do uh, you do wide shots but like full full body shots yeah. and, technical and so you can watch things. it all and you see the whole thing and, and, and when there's cuts they, they, they're not I don't know they're not watch, hide watch, stuff watch the better quality Jackie Chan films exactly you well about. you showed me that that final fight in oh, Drunken Masters like the epi- epitome of how incredible. to do a fight yeah, scene it's, it's, it's beautiful like it's just the most amazingly filmed yeah. and they still you know it's not Stallone's fault, but I mean, what what you do in fight scenes now is you shake the camera a lot and you add yeah. a lot of noise, and then that then the guys, the old guys, if they're all fifty, you can just go like this. And yeah, each other. exactly. They just kind of shake then, their hands yeah. at each other, or like you know, Seagal will probably do with the knives. Like he's always done yeah. with the knives, yeah. you know, in machete or whatever. When that comes I, out. That's Seagal, gonna be good too. Seagal had time for machete, but not for this. I know, right? Did he turn it down? I don't. I don't. I think he might have. He might have been busy. I know. I know Van Damme turned it down. Yeah. Seagal wouldn't have worked. Though. And Russell turned it down. Russell probably would have been church, huh? You think you think Willis was a fill-in? I think he might have been. I think that he did replace. I think Kurt, you're right. What Kurt Russell was going to do? Yeah, he would have been good. I think Kurt. I mean, Willis is probably a better actor than Kurt Russell, but Kurt Russell is like perfect for that sort of thing. Well, Kurt Russell is. I mean, you know, just like he's. What's Kurt Russell been in forever besides? Uh, not much. Know? Not much. It's too bad. He's kind of just done. I think with stuff. He can't be. So you think so? Well, I mean, he's done doing action stuff. He busted his knee up pretty bad in Soldier, and like that, that was the point where he realized, I'm an old guy. I don't want to see myself as an old guy up there fighting. He says he that and just bust up his ego in Soldier. He says that he <laughs> said he says that on the Big Trouble in Little China uh, uh, commentary. What when he was like only 38? Well, uh, no, I think the commentary was made. <laughs> well, Goldie Hawn is like 70 years old. So how old is Kurt Russell? He's probably up there. Yeah, he's not that old. But anyway, he's got grays now. He's gray. That happens to everybody. Yeah, happened to Eric alone. Roberts. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's alone. Not the who, who dyes his hair so sh- fake a shade of black that you can't even possibly believe that it's real, in the least. Not real. I just don't He's care. Like I don't. Too. I don't care about. Yeah, Trevor matches the drapes. <laughs> I don't know. I figure it's acting. It's acting. I, it's all I, did, I did a little trimming the other day uh, after a haircut, and my carpet doesn't match the, the, the drapes at all. Uh-huh. It's like two, it's like two different people. Really, it's like two different. Do you have like sort of a, a schizoid personality? No, because no, I just—I mean, all the hair fell into the same pile. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? This is like, like I just shaved Art Garfunkel, <laughs> and then this stuff up top is like some sort of short-haired Chihuahua or something. Yeah, Yo Kiero, like huh? Yeah. Mm. Anywho, so Seth, <laughs> Seth, you, uh, you, uh, you said that you enjoyed it more than you thought it would. So just oh, give, it, give us some highlights. Like, what, what was it that worked for you? It was better than you thought it would be. Oh yeah. What do you think you thought, thought it was, was going to be, be good, good, though, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I, I'm glad I thought it was going to be like... I thought it might be kind of like boring in parts. And the, stuff. The, the stuff that was legitimately bad in it, I, I was like gleeful at. I was there, was like, yes. no, there was no point where it was like boring for an extended period No, it was never time. boring. It was never boring. That's what I was worried about. And that's the thing. That's, uh, that's the thing that they, 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 they didn't go into that pitfall because like the basketball fight. And stuff right. Like that. I, yeah. that, oh, I was so happy when I saw that group. He opened the door and that girl had that. I was so happy. Oh, yeah. Like, you knew he was going to just lose oh, it. Oh, that was, I made the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when he tells her that that guy's no good for her when he hasn't even met him. Uh huh. He just, didn't like his voice. He didn't like his voice. <laughs> I like that. He's no good for you. Mark my words. <laughs> yeah, um, and then he's like, I showed you. And they didn't. They didn't like. That's the funny thing. Like he, he's got a little arc with her, 
And like, you know, oh, he's, you know, he doesn't grow at all. He just shows her he was right. Yeah. And then they don't ever show her again. Like, <laughs> well, she was, takes all the matters. And like, oh, yeah, she takes off of them. But she's not in, like, and then later Sloan comes in, like, so he he's he's now got his thing that he's, like, you know, living yeah. for outside the work, right? And Sloan comes in and it's like, I gotta go do this thing. And they're like, hey, wait, wait, I wanna go there also. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'll, I'll risk this with the, yeah. I just got the girlfriend, but no big No, no, it's definitely got some holes in it, some places. No, they're, 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 they live for the that. The Jet Li thing? He didn't get any more money. Yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't get more money. And he didn't really have a family. He didn't have but a family either. That was a really lie to get more money. He didn't really work harder. He didn't work. No, he worked pretty hard. I mean, yeah. he did. He was smaller. What about Terry Crews coming in and saving Terry Crews was awesome. Yeah. Yes, that was and, great. And, and, he was, and he was just there. He wasn't even doing anything until suddenly it he gets time to do the thing he was yeah. talking about. He yeah. tells Couture something. Couture's like, I don't care about your stupid little bullets or whatever. Yeah. And then he just rips those. He rips everyone to shreds. With the AR, then, right? And then automatic shotgun, baby. And then it becomes so it becomes so magical a shotgun that it's able to blow up guard towers. Yeah, <laughs> because it had those those self arming uh, yeah. mini warheads, yeah, which, war which exists, right? Yeah, nuclear, yeah. <laughs> and so, if the shotgun shell doesn't just completely shred a body five feet in front of you, it, when it travels farther than like ten feet, it must arm itself, right? Yeah. And then it turns into a mini. They explain that on their own plane. He did. He explained the distance thing. No, he didn't. He didn't explain the distance thing. I had to infer. That. Okay, yeah. Well, it's not. Yeah. It's okay, not. It's not hard to. But I mean, also, you might watch and go like, "Why are those things blowing up?" Because he shot it with a shotgun. Yeah. So I thought it was like ripping into it and nothing happened. I thought, and yeah, just, there might have been some paint cans and he just shot it enough. That, through that big shell. That was awesome. The helicopter. That was rad. Yeah. But but you know that that and some other scene in the movie early on. Oh yeah, there was the knives versus gun thing, which is always yeah. good. But that those both reminded me of uh, the the first season of Black Lagoon, that anime. Oh, yeah. You know where they jump the boat with another boat right. and then they they shoot a torpedo uh, torpedo at <laughs> at like a gunship that's right point blank. Right. I mean, and when he picked up the shell, I was like. Stallone's been doing his research. You mean, you mean these guys are these guys are watching some stuff? I don't stuff. think any of them have ever watched. Probably not. In their life. Probably not. But they, I think that was good. When they uh, when they went around back around to bomb that dock or whatever, well, they were like they're going around. They, they had a name for that maneuver. Yeah. I feel like they've done that many yeah. times yeah. before. Ride and die, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's like and they blew stuff up. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. It's like they, yeah, they had done that before. Yeah, that's like, amazing. Hey, you want to do this thing? It's like, yeah, okay. Let's we'll do number seventy-three. Yeah, number run seventy-three. The, run that's the crazy. Run the play. Yeah, and I, I like how how he just puts sunglasses on to go out in a plane, like right in front where like the prop is like blowing in front of him. Oh, the prop? The oh, oh, the prop's on the sides. Yeah, I wish it had been a tilt rotor so that it could uh, vertically take off. That would have been cool. Uh, that wouldn't be as cool because then they could just sit there and just. It would be kind of hard to disguise that as like a wildlife. That's true. The wildlife. Like, it, was, it was the wildlife. Billion dollar military. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no it, was, it was. It was awesome. I, I really. I. I really do think. Uh, I don't know. It's one of those things where, like, the, in, any campy parts, like, really do make up for it. And uh, I, the uh, the AV Club review is kind of funny because uh, I haven't read any of that. I didn't even see the review. Nathan Raven, who uh, he does like most of the, com- the comedy comedic writing mm-hmm. on the site. He he also gets like any big movie because he's the head writer. Yeah, and he. Uh, he did this one. And he he gave it a good review. It was like B plus something like that. And That's he, about right. And, and he and he was like, you know, anytime they're not fighting, there's just like rampant homoeroticism. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it like adds to it. Like yeah. And, well, that's an eighties movie for you. That's exactly. Yeah. Movie. They're just and the, the, the part where after they do whatever and they and they fist bump uh-huh. before yeah. he slams something down. You know, yeah. And drive away. He yeah. hit. He hit. He throttles the throttle. Yeah. But they do this first. Yeah. You think that was do. gay. A little bit. No, Anytime no, that stuff happens. It's they're, stupid. And they're yeah. constantly talking about uh, their relationship together and stuff like that. What, y- no, yeah. you're saying that, that, that no, they the moments of the relationship. Yeah, but they mentioned their, re- their relationship several times. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those, like, 
that you know the things were like the most important thing to any really macho guy is their camaraderie with equally macho men. It goes back to like football locker rooms and stuff like that. It's back guys, in the day, yeah. The guys who die in the trenches with each other. Yeah, the, actually the manly, manly men. The cries of manly tears when they have to like fight their friend, yeah. but that's the right decision. But that doesn't make them. You know, the, the funny okay. thing about the mercenary thing is is this. So the the idea that there's some sort of brotherhood within the trenches. When people are forced into war and they're forced into these situations together, so that grows the real bonds and stuff like that. You know, in terms of like you know World War One stuff, like World War One guys, like those guys actually the band brothers, World War Two. These guys are all in it for money. Yeah, and they have they really have no other reason to be there. But but like you know, they knew that wouldn't work. So not only are they there for money, but they're all really close personal friends, except yeah. for Dolph Lundgren. Who's, yeah, who's, well, they are close personal friends, but he's also crazy. Well, they, they, he's just done drugs. He's on rehab now. He's uh, he's, he's in recovery. They're going to do an intervention on Dolph Lundgren's character from The Expendables, probably. That last scene should have been in rehab. That should have been. They were all drinking and throwing knives. Uh, and they all, it's like in the Lord of the Rings, they all just jump on his bed. <laughs> that would have been, been homoerotic. <laughs> he shot him two inches above his heart, and then he's there at the end. Totally uh-huh. fine. Just, just like Hunky Crowder. Yeah, just like Boyd. Just like Crowder. If I had shot one millimeter lower... Maybe I meant to. Who knows? Who knows? Nobody has the perfect aim like that. No, nobody does. No. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So Expendables, I, I give Expendables a three out of five, probably. I'll say three. I'll say four out of five. Seth? Uh, it's almost a five, maybe a four point five. Seth gives it a four and a half. Uh, anything else you want to say about it? Did you really like? You loved it that much more than you expected. I mean, was it just because Statham got to beat those guys up in the basketball? Give that opener, dude. Was it um, because they went back? Well, the one thing was awesome. Yeah, no, it was just plain awesome. I mean, there wasn't any bad. What's the bad part? Name one bad part. Name one reason why you took that. You know, you know. I'm going to say on. this, and and uh, as a criticism of it, it was uh, it, it's the. I mean, if we look at something like Commando, which is like the quintessential awesome '80s movie. That's a five out of five. Pretty much mm-hmm. for what it is, but it's yes, a way yes. worse movie than than Expendables in so, terms of like production and like. Nah, I don't know what it is in terms of production. You you can't honestly tell me that you watch Commando and and are wowed by its. I'm not wowed by perfection. explosions per se, though. You know, I mean, like, explosions. The violence level in Commando you is laugh better at it because it's stupid. There's not a there's not a good line in it. It, it begins with him feeding a hand feeding mm-hmm. deer on his knees, and <laughs> his motivation is clear. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get into why, simple, but I'm just I'm just going to make my simple point though. There's a, I mean, and that's sort of the selling point on this movie is that there's a lot of people in it, but that means kind of everybody needs to get their little moment, and they so all it, get their it, moment. It, they do, but they it kind of it kind of dilutes it. In terms of like what you want from an action story, because like the whole Statham side like story, nope. you didn't feel like that was just I a think waste. The Statham, Statham side story was because you got you got your uh, your your leads right. You got yeah. your A lead, B lead, C lead, which is obviously Lee is number three, and mm-hmm. everything like that. Uh, and to fill time in the second act, you have to develop a little bit with one of the other characters. Okay. You have to, and so they they do that a little bit with Statham and a little bit less with Lee. Right, mm-hmm. and that's the only ones they even bothered with. They had a couture, the couture joke about his therapy or whatever. But yeah, and about. they had the whole they had the whole Mickey work section where he. Oh got sure, to kind but, of, but but he's there as the guru. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, to, to you know, he's the one. Who the old, lets the fellow old timer. He lets, or he's the one who lets Stallone know that he that he you know needs to have motivation. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who gives him motivation? He's he, he got to believe him. Okay, what about so the? Why is this the worst movie than, than Commando? I just enjoy Commando more. There's really not an argument but, there. But, yeah, but Commando was 100% pure camp. So is this. This so, was so awesome. What I'm saying is, how can, you, how can you put this on a lesser level? Because 
it's it's meant to do the exact same thing, right? Well, you can't separate it from its decade. First off, so but, but there is an invariable self awareness. This, this has to be a throwback right? because this. Yeah, I know it does. You have to take it like that because this can't be taken as a movie made in 2010 because they don't make stuff like this ever. That's true. That's true. They, they don't. They don't. Would you prefer they just didn't make it? No, no, no. You guys are really jumping on me here. Okay, one thing that I thought was maybe kind of needless complexity, and really the reason, you know, because Commando was just so simple. It's like, give him a straightforward with my daughter. Simple. It's pretty simple, but the, did confused. you guys have a, have kind of an issue with the no. the general that all of a sudden kind of grows a heart, and then it kind of convolutes? They, they were waterboarding his daughter. There's yeah, they were, but then they basically made all the soldiers kind of like, they weren't really the bad guys at the end because they were all going to turn with the general and That's go against the CIA guys. Big point: having the general walk out there and tell them to kill all the soldiers. Yeah, yeah, but he was, those guys were all. I mean, the idea was that the Americans were the bad guys. Yeah, and they ended up being Eric Roberts as well. So it just gave you more people to shoot. I mean, you have to have something like that. I think. Maybe, no, you don't. You usually don't. Some people you had have, have people had an issue. A generic with, villain. A lot of people had the issue in Rambo that they just killed Cambodians. Mm-hmm. Right. That's all they killed was Cambodians or Burmese or whatever. Yeah. And this all they killed was the people of the island of. They killed some white people as well, though. Well, Eric Steve Roberts, Robert and Steve Austin, and Steve Austin, Steve. and that Australian guy. Yeah, Steve Austin. Who, got that could have been another guy. That could have been another. And Dolph Lundgren, but they brought him back. They brought him back. Yes, that point. didn't test well. Where's he from? America. Really? Yeah, he's American. Dolph Lundgren's not American. He's American. Why does he sound like that? And why did he have to learn he English like for Masters of the Universe? He's a overly. Uh, uh, he's like testosterone. Yeah, he's not he's American. He's lying to you. He's American. I swear to you. Dolph I'm pretty sure he's not native-born American. No way. U.S. He's native American. <laughs> he's native American. Yeah, I'm not saying that. He speaks English better than people who speak English. That's not uncommon. So you guys both gave it a three out of five. I gave it a four. Oh, and you gave it a three out of five. I gave it a three. Five. I'm moving up to a You're five. moving it up to a five. Just to try to balance out your three. Oh, okay. So the, the general consensus. He was born in Sweden. There we go. Okay. And he's been in America since he was like three. Three? Yeah. I remember something about travels back to Sweden. How he like had to learn. Uh, he could, he hardly had any lines in Masters of the Universe because he couldn't really speak English that well. He speaks English perfectly fine. Now he does, but Masters of the Universe was 1987. I think maybe you just think that because he's retarded. With, Gwil- <laughs> with Gwildor. Well, doesn't he have a pretty high IQ? Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's got, like... He's supposed to be a smart guy. He's a drummer like that, and stuff, yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, that was The Expendables. Yeah. Welcome to part two of the Futile Podcast, where we now uh, will be placating the other subculture of podcast listeners. It's not the A's Placate. action style. Placating. Yes. I'm just going to say it outright. And we're going to talk about Edgar, Edgar Wright's newest film, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Not to be confused with the... Well, I guess it is based on the Canadian mon- manga series that had six volumes. Mm-hmm. One of which was called The Universe. The second one was called The World. Yeah, the whole so, series is just called Scott Pilgrim. Fight stuff. It's just Scott Pilgrim, but I mean, um, yeah, each one has makes, its own. That makes sense. Anyway, so this is Edgar Wright's return to movies, and he's been working on this for a while, I think. Yeah. Um, was Hot Fuzz the last movie he directed? I think so. So yeah, he did John of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, and before that he did Spaced, which I feel is a better... The characters in Spaced are better than the characters in Scott Pilgrim, but it's a similar kind of thing where it's like a group of people that kind of hang out and live together, sort of, and have a neighborhood, and it's like the modern... 
the modern family kind of thing is the, is the, the like that show modern family the term in in space no except not you know suburbia whatever don't mean to offend the arcade fire listeners that's a number one album now apparently apparently it's a big uh, revelation to everybody that being in the suburbs is like ironically very alienating and sad or something are you trying to say something I was just talking about music. I was talking bit. bad about the arcade music. fire. I'm not talking bad about it. I'm just saying like that's relevant, I guess. So Spot, Scott Pilgrim stars. Uh, Scott Pilgrim stars uh, Macaulay Culkin's little brother and uh, Michael Sarah as Michael Sarah as Michael Sarah Michael Sarah as George Michael Sarah. Uh, uh, some chick that's baby Ben and stuff. I don't know. Weinstead, Weinstead, the Ramona girl. Has she been? Oh in yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in uh, a couple of Final Destinations. Ah, yeah. a handful of them. She was in like two of them. Like two I don't of them. Her I think I do remember yeah, her. She in was in, with different hair. She, she would look different. Three, and then she got killed off in four in the beginning. That's smart. That's clever. I think that's what. That's yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I think. Yes. I don't think I got past three the names. first set. Two of them. Though. That's too bad for you, Seth. You missed out. I, I saw three. I, I didn't see four, though. I know she gets killed off in the meeting, though. Sorry, spoil that. So this is a... Uh, saw, saw 3D. Yes, that trailer was great. I saw the trailer for that. I, I tried not I try, I tried not to try to laugh too hard, but when he started talking about his work, and then they cut to the guy who like is doing like a public table sawing yeah. like thing. Demonstration. <laughs> public table sawing. I, it's like, I, like really? how, I like how he still has tapes talking about his work seven movies into the series. He planned it all out. Ahead of time. He died in the first one, right? Or the second one? He died in the second one. Died, I think in the third one. Maybe in the third one. It was, one, yeah. he he was, was still, third still one. alive. He still was kicking barely in the third yeah, the one, yeah. one. And then like they're doing an autopsy. Like they find like a tape in his brain when they do an so autopsy. Is relating Saw to Scott Pilgrim somehow? Uh, maybe. I, I could try. Uh, Scott Pilgrim is kind of a unique film. It's sort of a modern kind of. kind of a modern day fairy tale, I guess. That's the point. I mean, video game metaphor is used for uh, everything. The, the, everything, which is more so than in the in the in the manga, I think. In the manga, there was a little bit of stuff about video games. I mean, all the stuff oh, about like one ups all, and, all and stuff. But there was there was also references to comic books and, and anime and there stuff. Was quite a bit. And, I mean, and, and this and, uh, this kind of uh, this streamlined it. This streamlined it, and it had to. But it's but it's you know it followed the first like three to, books to pretty music and yeah movies. a little bit. It wasn't too much with music I mean, either. I mean, uh, mostly it was it was a lot of music. Well, I mean, the, it's the music scene. I but guess the music scene, but everyone's names and stuff had everything to do with musicians. Oh yeah, that's right. References. Stephen Stills and Young Neil. Yeah, and Young Neil. They all. Yeah, all I only got some of those ones. Was, there, was there some of the more obscure ones also references to? Uh, I you know I don't know. I never looked in like there's like online. Stills is just obvious. A, yeah, right. I don't know and that one. Neil. What is that? That's from Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Oh, Stills and Nash. Okay, and then there was no Nash. Young, young Neil. Yeah, there was no Nash. I, well, no Young Neil is obvious one. Yeah, at least Kevin, I, was I think Kevin done. Nash was. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Nash. He was beating up the beating up Tom Jane, yeah. right? Yeah. And that extra scene. Yeah, and Clifton Collins Jr. He was the other one. I, I recognize that he's guy. Great. What's yeah, he? What's he? He was he a bad in? guy in Crank Two. Oh yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. He's in the second Boondock scenes. He's in a bunch of really Crank bad Two. Movies. Yeah, he's the guy calling he's everyone Cabron, yeah. right? In Crank Two. Now, yeah. now the other one. Yeah, he's he cuts. That guy has to cut his nipples off. Anyway, <laughs> that's right. Nipples getting cut off is always funny. That is funny. He knows the what babies. he's talking about. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, yeah, this is. It's it's colorful. It's well choreographed. I mean, I mm-hmm. the fight sequences. And Don't say it. Don't say it. I think they were. I like them better <laughs> than in the Expendables. Because <laughs> you said this, it's something I just don't like. I don't like it, the Bourne movies for it or anything else. Yeah, uh, the shaky, shaky cam, close, like shaky close thing. And in, I remember seeing something about the the Pilgrim film. Like I feel like it was like two or three years ago with like Edgar Wright sitting there with like all the cast being like. 
You know, it was like some behind the scenes thing where it's like, yeah, we're getting ready to make this movie, and so we're all, you know, studying gymnastics and everything, and he was doing it too. And it looks like it really shows because oh, these yeah. people are jumping around he and takes kicking. Great care to do, what and he's he knows doing what he's doing. He's a good, good he, movie maker. I'd love to see him do an actual proper action movie after seeing this and Hot Fuzz. He just got such a touch with comedy, though. Well, he does. He, he could have like an action movie with levity. You know, it doesn't have to be so dark and serious. I think that he could still do something cool and fun. You know, um, so yeah. So it's about this guy who gets a new girlfriend and then finds out that he has to f- defeat her seven evil exes. It's the fairy tale kind of thing, and he That's has the to, one he went saw. Yeah. And he has to learn. He, he has to learn about like his, you his, like own, his own self respect and everything else. It's it actually There's the lesbian ca- stuff in it. Too. The, 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 ca- like the character the character is much less annoying than in, in the manga, I think, because they they didn't. They just kind of, because it's a movie, they had to streamline things. Yeah. So they mentioned, like, well, he's in between jobs, and they never really emphasize the fact that he's really just a super bum. Like, yeah. he isn't in the manga where he just, like, relies on his roommate well, for money. Well, he has no job. They went over that. Like, well, yeah, but, but they did it quick, so it was acceptable in the movie. That it, oh, he's no, always doing everything quick because but no, but six he, but he, Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but, but it wasn't like there was he times... He lives right across from his parents still, and, and he doesn't even... Like, well, they didn't reference... But that was, like, quick and throwaway. They didn't do things like... They didn't hint at anything where, like, why doesn't this guy care about anything? Like, um, which is what I had a problem I with you're, in you're mentioning it further. I mean, I, I, I have a problem with the thing as a... The Scott program hold the thing as a whole because how is he getting hot chicks to like him? Was the girl or guy from Juno in it? Yeah, no. which, which the one? guy was. Yeah, I'll say no. Well, you think you meant the girl, girl or guy? I said girl. Yeah, you're right. That that whole uh, that, that whole hip culture where it's just like you can be a bum and then women are all over well, you. Like, that is that is a problematic thing. Yeah, no, it's not at all. Yeah, it works for him in the movie and as part of the fairy tale. I guess band, I don't know. You know he, but but I mean the, the thing about the books. You know, they they finished filming this before the, the sixth uh, volume. Oh, that's why it so, sort of has a difference. So the, the ending kind of is a little bit different. But one thing about it is, you know, the whole point of the guy's thing was this is a person who is completely informed by culture and video games, and that's all he has to go on. And because he was kind of raised on that, he doesn't have connections to people. And so he, you know, the one thing they, they went into a little bit because they, they had to is that he wasn't good to any of his exes. As well, and that and that he was, you know, the, the problem the whole time has been him. Yeah, and uh, and they, I, I was pleasantly surprised that they did kind of put in this the thing that he finished the sixth book on, um, which is, you know, he uh, he gets that they call the sword something different, but like when he realizes, you know, that the whole thing, his whole character arc really self reliance. Yeah, or the whole character arc. It's, it's called the, the sword in the, in the series. Think, in the book, is called uh, the, it's the, the sword of understanding. Yeah, because he realizes that you know he realizes that he has been the the jerk the whole time. The, just being a, f- a flaky, fickle like guy bum. How do you doesn't like Rickenbacker base? He's got no job. Doesn't make make up for that. that was so yeah. nice. Yeah. Maybe it was a hand me down. And then he he taped it up to make it work later, yeah. which that was would, so that funny. Would work excellent. Yeah. Taping the neck back on. Yeah. And then the one guy was playing like a a, a classical nylon string or something. Yeah. Through a <laughs> No, there was, there was, I mean, it was just, it's very colorful and it's, it's really fun. And I mean, if you, if you go into it being like, why is all this stuff happening in this world? I, I wonder no how people who, who don't have experience with, the. Uh, I mean, you haven't, you haven't read the series at all. So you seem, you seem to like the movie. I saw him doubling over with laughter a few times. Yeah, and, and, uh, I mean, overall, like, did you feel like you weren't informed enough about things uh, do you think it glossed over stuff quickly because yeah. I, I mean because I've read the series he's read the series 
and and uh, it was coherent, but it was also one of those things where like there was no rules, like was coherent. So it's like you just roll yeah, with sure, it. Sure. So something would happen, you'd be like, sure. You weren't, you wouldn't even be like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. You'd just be like, okay, great. They, they, and the same is true in the manga where they try to sometimes instill like, wait a minute, how come you can be a psychic? They didn't need to explain why a character in, in a certain the manga, way. They, they explain the uh, the subspace highway, the subspace more, highway a little bit. Like yeah. that that ends up playing a lot more in it. And like there's the a little bit boiling head stuff that it yeah. really went into in this. They never even showed. But even in the beginning, they just like they just like we're right like the description of the people yeah. like their name and then this that, guy is, that was all yeah, comic all, stuff all yeah. Comic. yeah it's it, it's it's really like I, I, said, I, I felt like I mean Edgar Wright should really be applauded for this because he he really did adapt this excellent yes he, he improved the qual- he improved the material upon the material I'd say yeah I'd, I'd have to agree with that and it could be through just a, through just a few simple edits I mean uh, well, one, one, one comment people have had about this any negative reviews have commented on the fact that the uh, the main characters don't have chemistry, but I, but the thing is, without reading the series, they wouldn't know that they're not meant to have chemistry. That's the whole point of the ending. Is like they did just kind of get together, and uh, it's two people that have never had good relationships, and they didn't have anything in common. They had nothing to, to, to go on, and so you're not really you know he's meant to be kind of an empty character. He really is. Yeah, he and, is. And he learns that by the end that he is empty and pointless, and that and when he understands that, he realizes he can the same. He, yeah. he never got to hit that though, did he? In the in the yeah. manga, he does. In the manga, yeah. And then there's a whole like breaking period where she like lets her hair grow out, and they actually they actually like kind of almost have more of a real relationship for a while. Yeah, he do. lives with her, and and she's like going out and doing stuff. That's why it makes him more of a bum in the manga because she's like going out and doing stuff, like working her job he's, and going never, to the gym. He's never a likable character in the manga. Michael Sarah is able to make everyone kind of likable. Yeah, like, and it, because it's a movie, it's so qu- it's thing, so yeah. quick that it's yeah. just like uh, okay, he's between jobs. You know, don't have well, any time to wonder. Because he's, he's a total like d bag, or is he unlikable? Because he, he just doesn't, doesn't care. care. He's unlikable. He doesn't care about anything. He doesn't care about anyone except for himself. He's, he's, he's not proactively a d bag, and he's, he doesn't care he's, about anything. He, is the thing. he doesn't understand uh, why. You know, he doesn't. First of all, he doesn't. He doesn't ever get that people have a problem with anything he does. He doesn't understand because he's so self focused. I think he pulled that off. I mean, I think yeah. he pulled it off pretty well. But they also, I mean, it's it's Michael Sarah, and so he's. He's cute and cuddly and funny, you know? To a degree, yeah. Yeah, but it's still, it's, it's like, it just, it, it was obvious that he was, like, being incompetent in, like, all the way he was dealing with oh, his sure, life. Oh, sure, sure. But, but how come everyone's always trying to help him all the time, you know? Like, that's one thing. Like, if you, if you, in the comic, it's more like, it's just, I mean. He was it's because he has a charmed life, right? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it was because, he, yeah, he de- definitely, he this, this, is, this is a whole, no, this is it. true. I don't know, I don't care about me. I have, I have quite a charmed life in my own sense. In my own way, I do. charm kind of life? But, yes. But it has nothing to do with uh, something. It has nothing to do with, uh, with other people in a culture. Is she beating him? Yeah, she's really handy. She's laid into him, man. And and so I Child mean, services didn't listen that, to that, that's the big the big thing is it's like you you, ask, you you say that it's like why do people put up with people that are a certain way these flaky type of people that really don't do anything for them they don't provide them with it and Seth brings up a good point like why do all these girls and in the manga it's way worse all there's a whole well, other girlfriend is, that comes guys, into it you guys don't know scenesters these are all about scenesters yeah. and so you know it's hard to understand these are all people who are only attracted to other scenesters. They see another person who's a scenester, and they may or may not go for them, depending on. You know. So it's within a subculture. He's a band. He's yeah. a band. Uh, he presents himself very honestly to people, and certain girls, you know, may you know who knows. So there you go. Who knows? If, if, you, if, you're, within, if, if you're within the subculture, then you're there. You're gonna I'm, I'm sure there's you know there's a subculture who likes Ian. I don't right? think so. If there's any subculture, I don't adhere to any does. subcultures. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's not, he's not having it. Such yeah, he does it. Yeah, totally like that. <laughs> he like, doesn't look first before he does it. Uh, I, I give him his bottle in the morning, and he he's takes like two sucks off of it. Cheerios, and I told him no. Oh. He takes his bottle. Why? Who can he? Why can he? Because he had three crackers. Oh, okay. Three crackers is enough, man. Time to wean that kid off. Yeah, no, I mean, and so it does. That's part of it as a movie is that you're right. There is this subculture that if you you kind of it makes it difficult to understand like why the motivations of these people are the way they are. It's which is a problem I had with it that I didn't have with space. The space as a series just because it's also Edgar Wright. The characters were a little more diverse, and the the thing that they got along with, the thing that made them work. Was I mean you know just these common these common things that they, they you know they wanted to do certain things. I mean there was a guy that was an artist. They weren't all just like band people that like all they no, did no, was go to go to shows. But they're and all hang extremely out. involved in their scenes. Yeah, yeah, to a degree. And, and the fact that they're all in slightly different scenes is maybe what lets you know because they they don't have. But they also care about what they're doing. I mean like the only person in in both the movie and in the manga that really cares about doing anything. Is, is Steven who's trying yeah. to make the band work right. and I mean they really lo- he, lo- he lost an opportunity the drummer was trying to make the band work in the, in the, well no but I mean but, uh, in, in the manga they lost an opportunity because there's a whole thing with Scott cooking that scene where he's eating the bread right. before that she's like wow you cook and he cooks like a whole meal he's like yeah I like to cook I like to do that right. and later on they hint that he's like chopping vegetables but they never give him his own thing like well maybe that's something he actually wants to do with his life is he wants to be a cook sure sure because you, you know that's like like you got your lovable loser gets the girl story fine, but you can't really be a loser if you don't have anything to lose. This isn't a movie about somebody finding like themselves. Motivation. It's it's not, sort of is though with the sword but, but, but and everything but else. It's him finding out who he is in relationships. It's him finding out how he can be with somebody. That's what it's about. It's not about somebody. It seems pretty abstract. It's not about somebody finding their dream or something like that. No, but but, but it's, it's, not, it's not like Rushmore. You know? No, this, it's it's a different type of thing. Uh, I, I do think one thing that. Uh, Especially come across in the uh, in the comic books more, but the the idea is for all the references, for the constant references to the video games, it's all culture stuff. The, yeah. All the culture references. It's old video games too. It's also oh, it I get like one ups and because, coins and shit. Because the guys, the, the the guys like in his early thirties, like it's all from his time. Yeah. time they did lose one though. They could have had him get like shrunk and be like a little kid, oh. and they could have played on the whole like you're immature thing. You know how Mario gets oh, shrunk? Yeah. Dumb, dude. That, that would have been just as dumb as all the other con- I don't know about video that. Games. And, and Edgar Wright added the Seinfeld thing, which, yeah. which I liked. That, I thought that was They good. did that once, and it was it was funny, but it was like... I thought it was good. Didn't, it was that. funny. It was kind of like they've done that in a lot of shit, though. They've done this But Edgar Wright stuff. did it. Yeah, okay, fine. So anyway, the, uh, the idea was th- that he's made vacuous and yeah. vapid and but because things. he's nothing but culture because of nothing he's nothing but culture References. and there's nothing of substance that he was raised on or knows and none of his none of no one he knows is substantial none yeah. of them are they're they're all in the same thing they're very they're all self-absorbed you know uh i was reading an interview with Tucker right where he he points out that um people concerned about any sort of realism in the thing can can you can sidestep that by the fact that for instance when he uh he kills the the, the first guy and the guy explodes into coins mm-hmm. And like no one questions it really, no because one. immediately S- Scott's concerned with that it's not enough for bus fare. Mm-hmm. Immediately Stephen's concerned with something about the band, how they like they get to go on. Like all of them have the, the things they're they're absorbed with that like no one really notices the the, the insanity of what just happened. Well, I mean, that happens all through. And it's just like a huge caveat. Like, well, it's an alternate world. Who who cares? Should have you mean? No, no, not at all. No, no, it wouldn't that, work. That, that the point was, you know, 
the, the point was that the characters are also self-absorbed that you don't have to explain if this is realism or not because yeah. they don't they don't even notice. It's a fantasy, and it's also the it's also the the spectacle, the culture of spectacle yeah. too. People people want to see a fight yeah, when they you, go you out can to, take to it a, as all a show. If you yeah, exactly. You know, well, like no, it's, it's it's like a fantasy. It's a it's a fa- fairy tale. It's the story of this kid learning how to. You know, defeat was a metaphor defeat, for the Bush administration. Defeat the dragons. I mean, well, what is it? What is it? Hercules? With how, how many challenges did he have to go through to get whatever he had to do in the, the Greek myth? He had to kill a Hydra and all that other stuff, uh, right? Well, anyway, it's you tell me. It, the point is, it's all that kind of stuff. But then you look at what it's about, and you go, okay. Now, do you think the people that are part of this scene are going to get that reference? Are going to get that like, hey, be less vacuous and? No, or it, it's, it's, it doesn't it's, really condemn it enough. I think it's informative. It's not an it's not it's not an informative thing. Well, then like, it's not a very good fairy tale, is it? Because it doesn't really say this is bad to be, to be this way. I think know? I think it's it, it's it's explanatory more than informative, and I think it's giving a reason why. Why this is where we're at with the culture? Well, like why so many people go through the thing? Like I mean, the the the, the thing for for someone in their early twenties probably is by now. You know, seven girlfriends, uh, and they they wonder why none of them have worked and stuff like that. Yet they're. They're self-consumed. The, per, the promiscuous, self-consumed culture people yeah. that don't get, exactly. get yeah. it, and they're and they're they're wrapped up in a scene that they try to act very cool about not doing. I, I think he just touched on everything perfectly, and I and I, I really did. They didn't uh, condemn this, it in this one. one. I want to condemn it because it's bad. One, you want to condemn it all of them that's not yours, which makes you a hit. No, I don't have. I don't have one though. Yeah, I don't nodding. have one. He's though. nodding. Yeah, you you got your thing. No, you're just you're collectively hating your thing. me now. What is my thing? <laughs> we should we should band our hate together, join and, and combine it for the greatest. You know, you'd be like the up. super laser from the Death Star. Yeah, <laughs> super laser from the Death. You need a third person for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I was very pleasantly surprised by this one. I overall, I, I I expected you know good things being Edgar Wright, but you I think, think the fight scenes were access to better than Expendables. I think they were better choreographed. They were, and they were more enjoyable to watch. They were completely out of nowhere, and it's like really Michael Cera yeah. as a ninja. Yeah, but okay, it, fine. Whatever. It was in the in the in the world. It worked. Well, not just that, but it was in the name of comedy. It w- so that's different. It was, you know? and I mean, I I really am a huge fan of people getting punched through walls, and there was a good oh, was healthy dose of that, of that yeah. and I love that. All the people that play the exes were great. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that was and, mostly good. And uh, that girl and her was in it from the rest of development. Michael Cera's actual girlfriend. She was the lo- the lesbian ninja chick. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was that was what's her name who played uh, Anne. Anne, yeah. That girl and her. her. What, who's that girl? Really? That's what. Yeah. Really? Her? her? Yeah. That's oh yeah, her. yeah. That's what. Her, uh, that's that's what, Anne. That's what um her, his dad called him. Called yeah, him. that was Anne. I thought yeah. who was that? Is yeah, that, that's, his, that's his actual girlfriend. That was his girlfriend in the rest of development while he's pining oh, I thought over, over real life or something. No, no. So this is the second thing they were together. Yeah. No, um, I would give it probably. Uh, I don't know. I think I'd give it a three and a half. I liked it a little better than Expendables. Wow! After all that, you liked it a little better than Expendables. Well, all, I was four, I was right? just getting into like the stuff, but well, it, it was A through B or A. Do we do that? I don't know. No, we don't. We do. We do, we do numbers. Stars. Apparently, I don't we do know. numbers out of stars. No. I give it a two point nine. So that pretty much gives you the three. Okay, we'll count that as a three. All right, no. I give it a four. Count as a two point nine. Okay, so. I liked it a little more than the expendable. But what, what letter grade is that, though? Two point nine. That would be an F. Ouch. No, he <laughs> always does not. that. It, it's not the. No, system. It's almost three out of five. Yeah. That's almost a sixty percent. You get it doesn't work that way. It, 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 we've talked about this. The numbers correspond to grades. Yeah. A one is an F. Yes, we did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we did. So, then I guess so that gives like it a, that gives it a B pretty much. I give like a B minus. That's and a, a half. B minus. Okay. I don't know. You seem like now, now you, you, seems... you cracked up all the way through it. Yeah, you you seem like you he, 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 did, he was an emotionless robot. 
Well, I, I, I had just read the manga, so the first half follows it, it so closely. Like, it was literally yeah. like people reading well, then it. And then it rushes the it, stuff. It, so it, so it doesn't rush it. I mean, you lose the robot. You lose the robot, which is too bad, because I like It was about as funny as watching an episode of Jersey Shore. Yeah, you can watch it for free on TV. Another subculture thing? It's just like mocking these people? That's true. The Expendables is something you can't just like find every day, anywhere. And that's that's like sure. rare. The Expendables isn't like whitewashing the fence, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like them both exactly the same. I exactly. think like nice. exactly. But they were a good duo, reasons. right? I mean, this is it rare to, to do the duo. back-to-back movie where you basically see. It's one. gonna be one of those guys that when he has like three kids, he'd be like, "I love you all equally." Yeah, that kind of nonsense. It's like I love you for this. I love you for so, this. And I love you. You for think that. your parents definitely have a favorite? At this, at this point, at this point, the way the way my parents think, or at least the way my dad thinks, I can probably tell you very easily that, that Seth is, is the favorite. Oh wow! Seth's got greater value to the society and the world at whole than I do. That's easy. Well, everyone knows that. But what does that have to do with parental love? Well, if you had to, like, if someone said, you know, shoot one of them, he would shoot me. It's just that simple. Even if they didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, they were both... They, you know, was, I was pleasantly surprised. I had a good time with both of them. And that's the end of that. What? Wrap it up. Hey, I'm not gonna keep him locked in. He can sit in on it. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. He's gotta learn about how to deal with girls here anytime. We're gonna talk about one that teaches you how to do that. It involves pulling swords out of your chest and stuff. Okay. <laughs>